Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. Okay, so to sum up, you've discovered that the bugs are trying to get into that one room of the house to devour whatever they find there, Um, and Onyx now has a personal connection with them, and also a personal connection of some kind with whatever ancient god that circle on the floor was about, but we don't know much more about that now. And in the documents about the history of your house, you found a reference to the house being involved in 1942 with something called the Order of the Silver Stars. So... What do you do now? Uh, EK, were you going to do something with the goop as well? I was going to see if we could track, like, the supernatural essence of, like, where they were summoned from, or, like, maybe the origin of summoning. Sure, make me an investigate a mystery role, and I think using some of that weird gadgets from the set, you could, there'd definitely be something that could help you home in on that spiritual energy. I have a negative one too sharp, but it's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> it really isn't. Oh, I got a oh, oh. one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So how many experience points is it for you? There's only three. I only got oh, three okay. failures so far. So Yeah, they've been spread around quite evenly, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you start following the thing, and you immediately it starts drawing you back to that same room again. And like you're following the detector and it's like all the energy seems to be coming from that room and the circle on the floor. And when you get into it, the ghost appears directly in front of you. She grabs you and you feel a chill go through you. Um, Oh. Like take three harm, this ignores armor. Oh. (gasps) And she's like, she actually reaches into you and she's trying, like she's screaming at you, trying to tell you something, but complete silence. Can I try to read her lips? 
<laughs> yes. Or uh, the other thing you could try is use magic to communicate with her. Uh, so I'd say act under pressure for reading her lips or use magic to make her able to, so that you can hear her. I'm going to do act under pressure. Okay, so you try and read her lips for what she's saying? Yeah. Cool. It's a mixed success. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna use my luck. But the thing is the thing is with the summoned. Yeah. Is that when I spend the luck, a sign of the apocalypse will come to pass. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) When you have spent all your luck, the apocalypse begins. So first I'll I'll tell you what she's saying. And that is she's saying, We didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I can't stop anymore. And that's, she repeats that. Stop what? What did you do? She says, to stop them coming, to stop them appearing. We didn't mean to, but now I can't stop bringing them. How can we stop it? I don't know. I mean, she's shouting. She's she's obviously, like, forcing herself with all her, like, energy to, to get through to you. Is, is this circle on the floor, like, etched onto the floor? Yeah, it's like it's been carved into into the, the wooden floor. Can I break the floor? Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah, I'm just going to take my axe and cut up the circle and destroy that part that has the summoning circle. Oh, boy. To see if that helps. Because that's that's the only thing I can think of to stop anything that's magical is stop the circle. Break the circle. Uh, That's going to take you some time, but, like, there's nothing to stop you. I mean, you are summoned. You can smash a floor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, the rest of you... EK gets this detector going and walks off towards the room again. And then a few minutes later, there's the sound of, like, demolition work. So I had planned for my next action to study that circle, right? (laughs) So (laughs) I think what happened is... I just took a picture of it, and then I went back to my desk to uh, to look at the, you know, uh, old old papers to compare to it. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I will hear the demolition. I jump and uh, grab a weapon, of course, thinking, there we go again. Uh, Liam and Onyx, you're closer. Do you, do you want to go and investigate what's happening now? Yeah, hearing that sound, like... <laughs> Peeking in the door and guess you open the door and and your EK is just smashing the floor to bits and the furniture I guess like just smashing everything. Liam is down with this plan. I get my axe and I start trying to chop at the floor with him. <laughs> Onyx is just like cringing, <laughs> like whole body. <laughs> oh yeah, your friends came from it. Well. Possibly, friend. Uh, it's unclear. Strong connection there, even without the bugs. For one thing, like, the circle's broken, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, is anyone going to stop them completely destroying it? Because otherwise, well, between EK and Liam, it's going to be rubbish. Stop! We need to be able to study it. We don't know what it did. Do you want to roll manipulate? Huh? Oh, yeah. I rolled a 10. I guess we didn't establish leverage, but I think just, like, I think in this context, the being part of the team is, is good enough. Uh, so if you would like to stop, you get one experience and take plus one forward. I I thought that maybe we break this and it would just stop. Is that not how magic works? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'll explain later. Oh, the ghost woman grabbed me. Oh. What was that like? Uh... Bone chilling. What was she doing? What the, what, what did she say? She said she 
did this by accident. She didn't mean for them to, she couldn't stop them from coming. Hmm. When she said she couldn't stop, was it that she has been trying to shut down them coming, or is she so compelled to keep summoning these uh, critters? Your impression was more the latter. That she couldn't stop summoning them. Well, uh, there may be a bit more straightforward answer to this. Uh, We can just banish her, and hopefully the critters stop showing up. I would like to take the remnants, the uh, the information we just heard, and my notes, and see if I can uh, investigate a mystery. Yeah, go for it. Or Hold I on. won't. <laughs> <laughs> because I got a six. Ek, would you like to pick which sign of the apocalypse happens, or would you like me to pick mm. one? Uh, you could do it. Suddenly, the light from outside changes, and the whole atmosphere is blood red. Like mm. light streaming in the windows from the sun. And huh. go to look at the window, and the sun has turned red. What happened? Um, Don't worry about that. Um, Oh, there was something about the red sun in that uh, prophecy. I don't think I would worry about that. That's not important right now. What did you find out about the circle? <laughs> uh, you didn't find anything about the circle or the runes, but there's a couple of newspaper reports about... Um, the inhabitants of the house in 1942 mysteriously disappearing. Okay, we, we're we starting a, a board where we're pinning all our clues, I think. Uh, and the editorial tone of the article is, is quite a disapproving one, talking about the um, bohemian attitudes of some of the residents, mm. with a very tut-tut sort of impl- implication to the way it's phrased. Yeah, you get the impression that some of these journalists might think they brought it on themselves somehow. Did we get any dates from uh, the newspapers, like a specific date? No, the cuttings don't have the specific day of the year, just 1942. Oh, actually, I guess they'd have the whole date if you could see 1942. Yeah, uh, we'll say September 14th. I feel like that's enough for this. Um, Can we try to... Can I try to use magic? To observe another place or time. Oh, to observe the, the original ritual? Yes. Go for it. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm going to mark a luck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, remember um, you did have the idea of banishing the ghost as a way to stop her bringing them too. So yeah. So that in reserve. Okay, so you're mm. using luck, so that's a success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so you put, your, you put yourself back there and you see there are five people in the room. The woman whose ghost you've seen and four others. Um, one of them's dressed in like big fancy wizard robes that have got a bit of a masonical golden dawn sort of look to them. You know, that, that kind of 30s, 40s occult style. Um, and in fact, the whole thing has the whole setup of the rooms like that. Um, they've got the, the floor opened out. It's um, as well as being cut in, they've got they've painted it so it's more visible. And they're preparing for this ritual. Um, it looks like it sounds from the way they're talking about it, like it's been something they've been working towards for a while. Um, they begin it and everything seems to be going okay for a little while. And then one of them like slips and drops something and it lands on the runes. And one of the others says, oh no, that that's going to make it go wrong. And oh, no, it'll be fine and cleans up. And then like someone looks aside and you then like swarms of the bug things start just coming in and attacking all five of them. Um, and 
you see them like just overwhelm everyone and pull them down and when they collapse and then like hordes of the bugs start dragging their bodies away out the way they came and that's what happened um i think the way that uh onyx flavors this sort of is uh sort of working with the same doorway theme uh they do a spell as they trace the line of the doorway so that everyone can see into the room yeah so y'all see that as well um well that's a tip for the future if if something looks like it's going wrong in a ritual maybe pause um (laughs) yeah this seems like a measure twice cut once kind of situation i don't know why you'd freehand that (laughs) so we could still banish her and hopefully that will stop new ones from showing up um they got carried away, it seems, and not in the like colloquial. They literally got carried out of. Yeah, the they room. were being they were being dragged um, towards the gardens, mm, where mm. the all those those dots are appearing. Do we know what do, uh, these people were trying to accomplish specifically? No, but it very obviously wasn't what happened. Did I hear any names? Yeah, they were definitely invoking some names that seemed familiar to Onyx. Mm-hmm. You know, with again the same. Oh, those guys. You know, they're, they're, yeah, that's familiar. But but who exactly they are? Not so sure. Yeah, valid. And they were definitely speaking in in an unrecognizable language too. It wasn't Latin or Greek or anything you'd traditionally associate with those kind of magic rituals. It was something different. Mm-hmm. Do we have any information on that sect of the Silver Stars? Uh, you have not looked into them yet, no. You could uh, research them if you would like. Yeah, the, I mean, that's a lead. Yep, uh, make me an investigate roll. Yep, alright, cool. <laughs> Five experience. All you do is find some references to them as being like an offshoot of a larger group that was based in, in the eastern United States that was, again, an offshoot of groups like the Theosophists and other occultists of that time period. So it seems like they're basically involved in that tradition, but kind of went off doing their own thing due to personal uh, issues within various groups that they were previously part of and ended up here. Uh, The sex tradition, on the good side, there's knowledgeable, which might give me an edge in in looking this this up. But on the bad side, it's factionalized, and that suddenly gives me the suspicion that it's possible these people who went off actually split up from the organization and that would be why the organization wanted it back yeah no that makes sense and and with that in mind you can find some references not that the that your organization was really part of this but maybe they recruited some of these people back then Mm-hmm. So that had some 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 members who were associated with this group. This particular group, like they just fell off the radar at about that time. They were active in the 1930s and then just kind of that's it. Mm-hmm. Which I think you could probably guess the reason why now. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to try banishing the ghost, or are you going to try something to do with the um, things in the garden? The nests of bugs. I think we should look at the garden because if we don't have the full picture, we're liable to do the same thing they did. That's true, but if we just keep letting her summon, we're not going to be able to walk around out there much longer. Yeah. I suggest we do both, possibly. Um, I mean, I can I can do the banishment myself. I can't banish anything, so I'm going to go squash some bugs and 
look for those weird oh yeah i didn't i don't think i mentioned this before when i went to squash that nest before uh there was like this weird crystalline thing that i smashed and then it started to form more bugs like with this ooze and then i killed it so um there's probably more of that just as a warning uh you got the banishment, right, Onyx? I think I'll stay inside. It's a little crowded out there for my taste. Okay, so Liam, are you going to help with the banishing spell? Yeah. Yeah, conveniently, the ghost reappears at about this point and starts coming back towards the room. So, good chance. Um, Onyx is going to move, like, right behind um, her and uh, just say, uh, I'm really sorry. I'm not sure how this is going to feel, but hopefully this will help in the long run and grabs her shoulders which typically wouldn't work but you see onyx's hands are glowing a bit and there are like these runes showing up on her skin um and he's going to use cast out evil um so you may banish an an unnatural creature from your presence roll plus tough on a 10 plus is banished Uh, i'll go ahead and cool roll it happens come on are you kidding? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Great, but you can you can help Liam, right? Yeah. What happens is I think you do that, and like there's a, a sense of power gathering around her, but there's some other power is resisting you, um, and it's kind of at a balance of concentration where you just can't quite push past it, um, and she seems to be being pulled between them. And she's kind of gained a bit of solidity in the process of this. So I think, Liam, you could try maybe try and grab her and pull her out of this contested kind of mystical will. Yeah, okay. 13. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so you basically, like, kind of grab the ghost, and she's like 90% there, but not completely. It's, it's very strange and a bit unnerving and quite cold. Um, and you kind of distract her and... You seem to distract the other presence that's fighting with Onyx. Uh, it's just a sense of something, some other power here that, that's trying to keep her here. But yeah, that's just enough to break her out and she disappears. And you two kind of fall together a bit because <laughs> you're both pushing against her. Mm-hmm. And that sense of another presence kind of fades away slowly. I want to get out the map and look and see like... Liam's thought is that, oh, every time they do this, a new black spot is appearing. I want to see if the number is the same or less. Uh, it's less now. Uh, like, three of them have gone. Okay. Okay. So, outside, EK and Chloe, are you both going to, on bug smashing duty? Yeah. So, is there an extension cord? Sure. <laughs> Definitely looks very much not up to standard. <laughs> I want an extension cord to get to, like, one of these spots what are you plugging into it the microwave (laughs) (laughs) so you're just gonna put it on high and open the door and throw it down there oh i'm gonna put it on high and throw in um do not try this at home kids i'm putting in a bunch of forks and spoons and knives in there and then i'm just gonna throw (laughs) microwave down there there's a whole bunch of sparks and explosions and electrical zaps and scorched bugs flying out yep oh that that hole's dealt with <laughs> uh but you won't be able to have any more hot pockets for a while uh, <laughs> you'll have to eat them cold uh, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> and and how many more dots are there on the map now 
Uh, the map is still back in the house with Liam, I think, at the moment. Ah. Um, but like, as you're like, you've just left Ek blowing up this hole with the microwave explosion. What you can see is like, you see a bug crawling across the garden, and then it just kind of disappears. Oh. And like, you follow it back, and and you see like um, where one of the dots was. You think you remember, and there's just nothing there now. No sign of any kind of hole or anything. By the time you kind of get together and and kind of catch up. Liam, there is just now one dot left on the map that's staying. And this time, E.K. and Chloe have, like, squished a few more bugs and, and things. But, like, they, they're getting harder to find as, as you go on. Is this one dot still in the garden? Yeah. All right. It's not even very far away. It's over... It's by... There's, like, an old greenhouse that's all overgrown. It's by there. I wonder if this might be where their bones are at. They all did get dragged away <laughs> with the axes. just like... <laughs> all right. So yeah, so yeah, you you go there and you find there's this one nest with bugs still coming out of it, um, and I think between the four of you, you can clear out these bugs because they they're they're not acting as as vicious as they were before. They're slow, they're a bit dozy, they're not really seeming quite as as dangerous. And once you've cleared out, you find yeah, there are some bones at the bottom of this. There's there's several people's remains at the center of this thing and a really big crystal next to them oh mm. all right so you all told me that breaking the magic circle that was just movie stuff what about bones if we give these a proper burial that make the ghost go away or is that all bunk too well i think uh, it's at least decent <laughs> <laughs> i'm more worried about this crystal yes well the crystal i think we should ship back to headquarters i'm sure they'll be very happy to retrieve it okay so digging out the crystal like it's big, and you can see it's got like little offshoots, like roots growing away from it. Oh! This is like the biggest nest you've seen, and then it's got the remains of the people around it, and then, yeah, and there's like these bits going off, but it's, they're kind of starting to crumble and fade a bit, although the core big crystal remains. So it's quite huge, and you probably need some machinery to get it out, but oh, yeah, you can okay. ship it back to base if you want. Are you got any kind of sense of what this is? Is it like amplifying... The things that were going on here, was it created by the thing they did? Or? Well, that's all the questions we should answer, or at least forward to HQ. Oh. So, yeah, there's a lot of research ahead. Okay, and are you going to give the the remains a decent burial? I think it's the least we could do. Does this place, uh, did it have its private cemetery? or? Yeah, with the, these grounds, it must have a private cemetery. Does anybody have a, a five dollar license as a pastor from the, the Universalist? Oh, uh, Liam, you would know local um, celebrant or something who yeah. could do that. Well, I got a fellow up here. Bless these. By the time we get these holes dug, as a sum up, I'm going to say that like putting the bones to rest is the thing to solve the mystery, and and like that that covers up the key problems that you're dealing with. Um, so the question of what do you do with the big crystal is one that remains. I don't know, do you want to answer that now, or leave that for later? But at the moment, it's inactive now that the ghosts have been put to rest, or the ghost. I guess we're going to wait for Eternium, because it's either that or I'm going to smash it, so... <laughs> oh, well, that's really the question, like, do you smash it before they kind of turn up with a crane and, and lift it out? <laughs> no, I feel like that would get Chloe in more trouble, and... I do owe her for lending me her Netflix password and <laughs> crashing on her couch. 
Uh, Liam, what's the name of the person you get to um, who is your friend who looks after the funerals? Or friend or acquaintance? Yeah, a a friend, uh, Father Dowry. Is he the sort of person who would have questions? Or is he the sort of person who would just accept this is a thing that has to happen and will do it? Thinking of like that old northeastern just like oh you've asked me a favor i'm just gonna do it and yeah i just owe him a favor now yeah okay. so no questions cool. but i do owe him a favor that sounds good so yeah uh, that's pretty much all i've got for the mystery so does anyone have any like last things their character would like to say about what's happened before we do the end of mystery questions i think on the show for for me for my character the last uh thing we'd see is uh her receiving like the uh Mission evaluation. <laughs> yep. And just cautiously opening it, but we don't see what the result is. <laughs> I think we see EK, like, until uh, they take the crystal away. EK's just camping out uh, by the crystal. Like, there's, like, a little fire by it and toasting Hot Pockets uh, <laughs> in the fire. And, yep. like carefully watching uh them take the crystal because it's just like uh, i don't like that this is here and also and i guess like always just looking at that red sun uh that's that fades away over a few days and goes back to normal and like there's a lot of news articles about it wondering what's happened and you know physicists being asked what could have caused that strange global phenomenon and no one really knows, but yeah, yeah. what are you going to do? Onyx is spending a lot of time in the room where the circle was, um, just because that is the most recent connection that uh, he's made sort of with uh, her past. I think that we see Liam sitting inside of his, uh, the, inside of the caretaker's shed, and he's, he's still got a bunch of wounds on him, and he's like trying to tend to him. And he's sitting there thinking about like this weird experience he had with his ghost, like touching it. And he, he reaches up to rub the bite mark on his face and his hand passes through his face. And then he brings it back out uh, because Liam leveled up. Uh, and I think coming into contact with that ghost and like having that weird open wound, he has become partially incorporeal. I'm going to take a, a move from another playbook oh, uh, and take the monstrous move God. incorporeal. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's just like, oh, that's weird. So, did you conclude the current mystery? Yes, you did. Yes. Yeah. Um, did you save anyone from certain death or worse? We saved I Liam. Make... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think... We and... freed the spirits. Yeah, yeah. The ghost you saved from kind of being trapped in that weird yeah, summoning loop thing. Did you learn something new and important about the world? Uh, there's this weird sect out there. And uh, did we learn something new and important about any of the hunters? And, yeah. I don't know, signs of the apocalypse count? Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, two experience all round. Heck yeah. Uh, is anyone else getting a level up with that? Uh, I picked take another summon move, and I took the what are you looking at move so now i can talk to other monsters if they're capable of reason and speech 
which the bugs may or may not be. We're not sure. Mm. I upped my sharp from minus one to zero. And then Onyx took lay on hands. Uh, so I can heal a harm or an illness um, unless I fail. And then it's uh, it gets worse. <laughs> the next bit we're going to do is going to be discovering a new room of the house. Going by the book, how this happens is after every mystery you do relating to the house, you can um, tick one of the boxes on the diagram, which um, listeners can't see, but uh, there's basically a corridor out of each room and then the next room to it. So two mysteries will unlock a new part of the house. Now, just to make this feasible here, I'm going to assume we've jumped forward in time a few weeks and um, everyone's had time to explore the house a bit more and we'll pick one of the rooms available for you and see what you discover there. You're allowed to move anywhere from the bits you've discovered, which gives you the options of the library, which we know Chloe was interested in, uh, the workshop, the magic laboratory, or the cavern. And additionally, even right from the beginning, you can open up the bad thing, which is um, opening up the possibility to defeat whatever's wrong with the house and the great evil within it. But it also means that it can come out. So I'm all for the bad thing. I'm just unlocking that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the the bad thing might be an interesting thing. The cavern might be kind of cool too, because since we know it's connected to the shrine and that's where two of the characters met, it might make sense that now that they've been reacquainted, like we've all gone down there together to explore and found, oh yeah, this goes deeper than we realized. I think I am equally split between the bad thing and the library. I think either one of those could be very interesting. Well, I had said the library earlier. That's what Chloe would want. But as a player, the bad thing is also very attractive. (laughs) When we pick a room, like in, you know, the room that we picked before, it gave us a bonus that we could use inside of the current mystery. Does the bad thing have a different mechanic? It's a more simple one than the others. It doesn't give you any bonus. It just means it opens up the possibility that you can actually fix the problem. Okay. So if you pick that, it won't give you a a bonus in the coming mystery. But it does unlock the ability to solve the problem for the house. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I should add that the cavern also sounded good, so I'm totally (laughs) wishy-washy. I honestly say we go for it and go for the bad thing. Yeah. Okay. Let's just tear up the house right now. Okay. Um, so first, and this question for Liam and Onyx, how are you coping with new people set living in the house? And, you know, they're going to be settling in and changing things. Uh, do you want to each come up with, like, some reaction you've had or something that you don't like or do like about, about this change? I think Onyx, um, while being a very great extrovert, hates living with other people. Um, I think especially, like, in this place that is supposed to be, like, their, uh, sanctuary away from everything outside, having other people inside of it and using and breaking the microwave and all this other stuff just really gets under Onyx's skin. Um, she tries to be very friendly and I think does a good job of putting on a friendly face to, uh, everyone's face, but I think, um... Onyx probably would go to Liam a lot and just, like, complain about things. It's like, it wasn't like this when it was just us two here. When I was just coming and going, it was fine. (laughs) I think that Liam, the thing that he likes about it 
is that, you know, when it was just Liam and Onyx, Onyx seems like they wander a lot through the house. Um, and, you know, the whole not using doors, but kind of using doors. And so there was never a sense of where Onyx might pop up. And so then there was also never the sense of, like, knowing where to find Onyx if I needed them. And with EK and Chloe, so far they've kind of shown preferences towards certain rooms. And so, like, oh, here's the the reading room, or here's the dining room, or here's the room where a television should be. And so it's easy to find. And I think the, the benefit of that is if I leave stuff in a room that they're in, it's usually there when I get back. If I leave something that I need later in a room that's unattended or that Onyx was in and then they're gone when I get back, usually that thing has moved. Cool. Um, and from the other side for Chloe and EK, I'd like you to each tell me one thing you've done to make the house feel more like a place you live. I jerry-rigged internet. Okay. <laughs> How? Probably stole someone's, <laughs> someone's like satellite dish and... It's like probably like this long wire, like fiber optic wire or something that I've, I've somehow convinced the organization to give me. Actually, there is something else in the mystery that'll relate to this. Um, oh. So uh, I think a stolen satellite dish for this one works quite well. I, I have a nice vision of you like clambering up the outside of the house to, to like yeah. duct tape it to the, the roof or oh, something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've gone in and swept around the uh, all the doors and uh, under the windows and uh, i've made n- new signals to ward off against at least minor annoyances all around the portions of the house that we found and uh i turned out to have a very nice handwriting in those glyphs and that also gave me a chance to use i got the a box of fancy art uh wax pe- uh, pencils so there's a there's a little glitter in some of them. <laughs> uh, how does everyone else feel um, about suddenly appearing mysterious magic glyphs around the house? I don't think that Liam really notices them much until he gets too close to one of them. And, you know, at the end of the last mystery, we discovered that Liam seems to have contracted being kind of ghostly. And, and he gets too close to one of them, and it kind of flares up a little bit, and that's when he notices it for the first time. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I was also going to ask Liam, how are you adjusting to being slightly ghostly? I think he's confused by it. Are you going to try and understand it, or just um, put it aside as something to worry about later? I think I initially will put it aside as something to worry about later um there's a lot to do around the house and especially with new people here i think in liam's head yeah once everyone gets settled in then maybe i'll go to one of the other three and be like hey check this out what should i do about this but because there's work to do right now i i just put it on the bottom of the to-do list well let's jump forward to to that time like who do you go and see about it i think initially onyx because I see the way that they use doors and I've discovered that like I can go through a door without having to open it. I don't come out in a different place. I just come out on the other side of the door, but maybe it's like, as far as I know, maybe this is the first step towards that. So yeah, I think we like see a scene of the two of them in the dining room and Liam is just 
passing his hand through a chair and then like walking through the table. But then on the other side of the table, he's like picking up a piece of silverware and a plate. It works sometimes. I can go through things, but if I focus hard enough, I can, you know, they're, they're still there. But if I'm not paying attention, I just pass right through solid things. Well, uh, I won't say it's the first time I've encountered this. Uh, it's, it's probably the first time you're one of the fleshy bits. It's 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 fine. Um, you should be fine, all in all. Um, I think I got it. When that ghost flared up, is this like mm-hmm. uh, is this like a cold? Is something that'll go away? Or? Oh, um, no. <laughs> is oh. the best way to put it. It doesn't seem like it'll be going away anytime soon. But but. Um, it does make things easier in a oh, way. Yeah. You don't have to like, you know, those scenes where people like try to bust down doors with their shoulders and they hurt themselves. You don't have to deal with that. You can just walk on through. Oh, hopefully. Yeah, I, I noticed uh, Chloe. She's been putting these uh, these symbols everywhere. Yeah. Don't try to walk through those. Yeah. I, there was one on a door and I tried to walk through it and it, it gave me quite a shock. Mm, all right. Um, well, we might need to have a team meeting to discuss, um, what exactly we're warding against so that we don't, um, <laughs> because you make three, um, individuals that are supernaturally touched in this house, three out of four. So oh. that's three things that we need to not be warding against so that, I don't know, EK doesn't go, uh, and get trapped in a cage or something. I don't know. All right. Well, I thank you for your time. I just... Wanted to make sure there wasn't anything I should be doing or not doing, you know, right now at least. Uh, keep up your skincare routine. That's well, the best I can tell you. Um, some right. people will just let that go by the wayside when this stuff happens, but it's it's just as important. Even though you're taking on some dead aspects, you're not dead, and your skin still deserves to be taken care of. All right, moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Yes. SPF. Yes. Chloe. Yeah, maybe this is part of when you're going around warding and you're checking places. And you find a little alcove where you're 100% sure yesterday there wasn't one. It's like a a little inset bit at the edge of the corridor. And there is a massive iron door covered in runes. And those are not my runes, of course. Nope, nope, they're they're carved into the iron. They are strange runes that you... They may be slightly familiar, but they're definitely quite unusual. Well, I will examine uh, the runes in the alcove um, and try to establish what the runes are, what kind of purpose they might have. Okay, that's pretty straightforward. I I won't call for an investigate role because we're kind of in between mysteries here. Um, But uh, there's some similarities with the runes from the ritual in the last mystery, the, the summoning circle. So you think they may be related to that. And... You're quite sure from the way they're arranged that they are designed to keep something in. In the... Yeah. On the other side. Yeah. And they're active. Yeah. Haven't oh, and uh, the other thing you notice is as you're examining it, it's really hot. Oh. Like, uh, like to your hand, it's like just on the verge of uncomfortably hot. That will definitely be something to talk about that that... Uh, team meeting oh well, shall we cut forward to the team meeting that's scheduled quite soon after the discovery of this new door yeah i think when um the camera cuts you just hear onyx saying 
I'm not saying we can't war against things. I'm just saying there's certain things that we shouldn't war against because it could have adverse effects on the occupants of this house. Um, Liam over here is newly supernaturally touched. Everyone clap. (laughs) (laughs) I stare at DM. You are? Yeah, I got bit on the nose by one of those spider things and it left a wound and then there was this ghost and they flared up a bunch of magic and mm-hmm. now I'm mm-hmm. kind of I'm not transparent or nothing I can't like walk through your wards or uh, another person but well uh, and I just slowly start lowering through the floor <laughs> <laughs> I apologize I tried to uh, allow for uh, Ike and Onyx's special abilities but i had no idea i will i will correct those uh, those wards immediately oh yeah it's no problem i didn't want to bother anybody with it it didn't seem like a big deal at the time a lot of other things to get done i'm sure it's a big deal to you um however i not all the runes you'll encounter in this house are mine i encountered a set that i think everybody will want to uh, to know about do you have the map Oh, yeah. I will mark as best I can. In fact, uh, I'll check if it, it shows in any way on the map right now. Uh, the alcove, I mean. There's the rooms there, and there's there's like a big ink blotch behind it on the map. And it's not just like a black ink blotch. Like, as you look at it, it kind of feels like it's pulling you in somehow. It's quite disturbing. Did anybody else feel that? Oh, Onyx. When you look at it, it reminds you of a name. The name is... Ingisa Aninka, and it's one of your brethren that wants to destroy you. I think Onyx gets very visibly uncomfortable, uh, as this is like the space that's supposed to be safe for him, and it is no longer, apparently. And uh, she just says, well, um, that's not a friendly uh, person to be around. Why, why are there runes here? Why? Well, I just discovered them today, and I thought... We needed to discuss them. Uh, the alcove they, uh, they seemed to uh, protect had not been there in my last visit. So it's, it's freshly appeared on the map, I believe. And when uh, approaching, I could not bring myself to touch them. They were just uh, radiating heat. So we might want to uh, look at them together. They seem to be keeping something in behind that door which is where it should stay definitely why you got a sense of what's back there someone who hasn't been friendly to me in a long time uh yeah i'm not very keen on if 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 it is this person who's behind those runes i'm not very keen on letting them out yeah it might not be a bad idea to check them out Uh, outlets and stuff like that they only get hot when they're starting to get overloaded (laughs) that's an excellent point Ingisa is someone who has uh, chased me for years, uh, and that whole heat dehydration shtick is just something that they are known for. I, I don't. I'm not saying you're not correct. It could be that uh, they're probably about to get out, and we might need to reinforce them. Um, I want. I will look. I'm not going to look by myself. I can guarantee you that much. Oh yeah, we can all take a trip down there together. If that's heat's their thing. I doubt they put wards to what, keep themselves in, so maybe they're working at it from the inside. What I've described to Chloe is what you see. Is anyone going to investigate in any other way that might reveal more? Uh, I'd like to hit the books. Okay. 
um, you may make me an investigate roll. To, like, investigate this, can I investigate it magically? You can. Uh, just make me a use magic. Uh, would you like to observe another place or time or communicate with something, do you think? Um, I think it's what I want to do is, like, I want to be able to see if I can detect, like, how old these runes are. Like, or how effective they are at the moment. Maybe even, like, what these runes actually say. Okay, well, let's call that communicate with something you don't share a language with, and it'll be like you'll be able to understand them, mm-hmm. the, the writing, if you if you make the uh, use magic roll. I got, a, I got a seven on that. I got a failure! I see our luck is continuing from the previous <laughs> session. <laughs> okay, EK. The door feels extremely old, like eons old. And what the what the runes are doing is they are they are imprisoning Ingisa and Yuka and its its kind behind this door. Um, it it you get the impression like their world is beyond. Oh, so the world like their whole world is like this is like a portal. Yeah. Do I have like any inkling of like what these runes say specifically like are runes like supposed to be like keeping it closed yeah they prevent it being opened from that side but you can still open it from this side would i be able to i guess detect the effectiveness of it like if is it like run like is the rune running out of power what you can detect that way is there do seem to be some runes that were concealing the portal something's broken that spell okay but the ones keeping it closed are still strong. Okay. Chloe failed to investigate roll, which um, there's one other question I had for Chloe, actually. Your sect has factions in it, is one of the things you picked. What can you tell me about these factions? Are they, like, ideological, or are they personality-based from certain leaders of the group, or, or what? I think uh, what I know of them is they're very political, as their their power struggles, but being in the nature of... Uh, this, this organization to, to deal with the occult, it's probably rumored that they've allied with various uh, occult factions as well. Uh, is there a faction that you have, like, said you're, like, stood with? Like, are you associated with one of them, or do you kind of keep neutral? Right now, I've tried to stay under the radar and not get recruited to any faction. Okay, so you, you hit the books. Uh, you realize you're going to need to request some some particular things as your researches continue. So you need to get in contact with the sect and, and request some things from some of the archivists to send out to you. But uh, quite soon after that, though, you get a message from a pretty high-up leader in one of the big factions that's manoeuvring at the moment, saying, oh, we've um, just become aware of your situation there, um, that uh, some of the facilities at that uh, house you're looking after may not be up to scratch. So um, I've arranged to um, send a team out to fix up a few things for you. Um, you can expect them quite soon. Oh, that that's very kind. I don't think we're going to need a... That's the end of the message. They've, they've hung up. <laughs> so the first thing that happens is a couple of days after that, turns up a bunch of people from the sect... Um, to um, assess the house, check its wiring, um, 
the one thing that they particularly want to do is they decide, oh, well, we're going to give you a proper internet connection. So they bring in a bunch of contractors from, from the local internet provider who start digging up the driveway. Um, and there's one sect IT person, um, Katie O'Brien, who stays on to oversee everything. Um, the contractors, because you're a long way from town, they've set themselves up with a couple of caravans by the driveway um, and um, they've got diggers and all that kind of thing there. Question, are these like regular people contractors or are these like special? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that means EK yeah. has to hide. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> EK can't be seen. And like three days after that, a courier turns up with a big weird shaped package. The package is for EK. It's about three meters long and it's quite heavy. And it's it's kind of uh, about like a, a foot square, but really long. EK, there's something here for you. I think it might be a replacement microwave. Did you order one? <laughs> oh, sweet. That <laughs> It was supposed to come in like in like three days. Yeah, I love it when it gets early shipping. Uh, yeah, and I'll pass it over to them. I open up this weird shaped package that's definitely a microwave. Yeah, yeah. So it's a gigantic sword made out of stone. As you see it, you realize one of the other signs of your apocalypse is when you take up the sword and wield it. Oh. Mm, do I see, like, is there like a return address? Is there a note? There's a town mentioned on the return address, but no name. I'm just going to close the box and just bring it to my room, I guess. And just <laughs> stash it away, because it just says that I have to pick it up and wield it, but I'm picking it up and putting it away. Yeah, no, no, just taking it to your room and putting it away doesn't doesn't count. Cool. That's a sign of the apocalypse that I don't need. Codex of Worlds is a 400-plus page hardcover expansion for Monster of the Week, featuring 13 new team playbooks to help your party work together, plus five new settings to take your supernatural monster hunting adventures to entirely new worlds and time periods. The crowdfunding campaign is live now on Backerkit, and to learn more, you can go to evilhat.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Well, hello there. Dr. Charlie Tuggett here. You know, rumor was Spaceship Oz-9 was intended to take a bunch of rich folks to a new planet since, uh, you know, we pretty much uh, used up the one we have now. But, you know, since it's uh, looking more and more likely the ship might uh, be humanity's last stand, let's take a quick look around. Are you telling me the four sacred tokens are all aboard the Oz-9? Remind me again why we're doing this. Allegiances are too muddled on this ship. MCCACEC is a normal institution of higher learning. Ah, but if you pull back the outermost layers... I'm from Minnesota, where we like our lives as neat and as open as the inside of a freshly caught and cleaned walleye. Do you know, I am now the only assassin aboard the ship. 
What are you doing, Elaine? I want to know what side he's on when the ship hits the fan. Are they the most ridiculous people I've ever met? Uh, fetch that annoying bunch of trespassers so we can bring Pluto to heal. The new order starts today. Well, however this all plays out, if you have a strong stomach and a high tolerance for stupid, you can follow the Oz Nine's adventures just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. I got a trot, space monkeys. Stay safe out there.